Welcome to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined, and dedicated to silencing the chatter about what women should and shouldn't be doing as they age. Here to bring you stories about women in their 70s, 80s, and 90s, women who are leading inspiring lives that make a difference to themselves and others, are Catherine Marino and Gail Zalitsky. Today, we shine the spotlight on a woman who is the epitome of unbridled chutzpah. At 81, she is still running circles around all of us. Her energy knows no bounds, and she wrote the book on what it means to be gutsy. Dr. Gail Carson is not known as an SOB for no reason. It's my pleasure to welcome you to our show, Gail, where aging is reimagined every day in every way. So I'd like to start by asking you about your storied past. How is it that a woman of your stature became known as the SOB? Well, SOB stands for Spunky Old Broad. So thank you for having me, Gail. And this is certainly a lot of chutzpah. I was just sitting with a group of women at actually a Florida Speakers Association meeting. And we were kind of jabbering in the back of the room. And I was saying, hey, maybe we need to be quiet. And then I said, oh, that's all right. We're just a bunch of SOBs, Spunky Old Broads. And that's really where it started. So I've trademarked the name and everything about me. Everybody knows me as the SOB. And uh, that's how I'm introduced, Dr. Gail, SOB. And that's really where it came from. Well, you've got quite a past. And, uh, you know, how did you get into radio? How did you get into all of this in the first place? Tell us a little bit about that so that our listeners will really understand who you are. I actually studied broadcasting in college. I have a degree in speech, drama, and broadcasting from years ago at Emerson College in Boston. And so while I was in college, I was doing radio shows. And then when I came to Florida, I had a chain of career schools and I taught television and I taught radio as part of my curriculum. And then I became a television spokesperson for Clairol. And then I was a a radio talk show host for Entrepreneur Magazine when they had a broadcast division. And then when they sold that, I started working for another company. Uh, Always I've had businesses. So now I have three radio shows of my own, but there was a whole string of business in between there. When you were at Entrepreneur, didn't you win some sort of an award there? Well, I'm not sure I won an award there. I've been fortunate to win a lot of different awards. And my latest one, as a matter of fact, is uh, I got a Lifetime Achievement Award from the No BS Inner Circle, which is the Dan Kennedy group. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I got a Lifetime Achievement Award and was very pleased to have my picture taken with Steve Forbes uh, and the trophy and me. So that was very nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrific. So... There must have been some hardships along the way. You didn't just rise from nowhere, right? I know that it hasn't been always easy. Give us some insight into that. Gail, into everybody's life, (laughs) something falls. Certainly business was not always easy. I worked a lot of hours. I worked proverbial 12 to 14-hour days. But I did build a company from zero to seven offices and 350 people, then went on the road speaking professionally in 50 countries and 49 states, and then now I'm doing all of this. But basically, I mean, I've had in my personal life issues. I've lost a husband. I've lost a son. I'm now going through my fourth case of breast cancer. I've had 16 surgeries. 
uh, but I keep on going. <laughs> so, you know, everything is how you look at it. I, I strongly believe in a positive mindset, and that's what I practice. You do. You are one of the most positive people I've ever encountered. That, that's for sure. Could I just ask, Gail, were you born that way, or are there some really distinguishing markers along the way that were you adopted this life view? You? you know, I think, I have to say I think, because I don't know, uh, I've always been like this. I mean, at three, I was in my first dance recital, and did a somersault. I was January. They were doing the months of the year. So I was first. I was January. And I did a somersault and my crown fell off and I put it on and evidently I put it on backwards and the crowd was laughing. And my mother told me that I stopped the piano. I told the piano player to stop. I put my hands on my hips. I waited for the crowd to calm down. And then I put my, my crown on, which uh, evidently I finally got it on right and went on with my dance. And she said, I knew then I wasn't going to have to worry about you. But I really <laughs> never, never wanted to get married or have a family or all I ever wanted to do was work. I mean, I, I went through high school in three years. I went through college in three years. So it's just, I've always been doing many things at one time and uh, loving what I did. So I think it's always been in me. And that's why at 81, I'm not stopping because it's my life and what I love. Wow, you're amazing. You're really amazing. And, and my kitty just joined us, no. as you can see. <laughs> I don't think our listeners will be able to see no, the kitty. but so they should know that I love my animals, so that's a part of me, too. What, what does your animal look like? Is it a boy or a girl cat? It's a boy cat, and he's a chocolate point Siamese, and he's one. I've got a Savannah who's a girl, and she'll be a year old in about uh, two weeks. <laughs> so there you're warm and fuzzies, huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're 81 years old, you're still going like crazy, and you said you're, you're not going to stop. So uh, what, is it, what is it that you want to accomplish yet? How, how are you thinking about that? Well, uh, I hope to continue doing what I'm doing, and I hope to leave a legacy by showing people what a difference that a positive mindset can have. And I want to contribute to people's knowledge by doing the shows that I do. And um, I really enjoy showing people how to live a better life. Gail, what are the shows that you do? What are the, the three shows? I do a women in business show where I interview women who have their own companies or are senior managers. I have a living regret free show where I show people mm -hmm. how to live a better and happier life. And I interview both men and women. And then I have a show for women 50 plus because I truly believe that when women hit 50, they think they become invisible. So that's it. And then I have a network, the SOBradionetwork.com, and I have women over 50 doing shows for women over 50. Wow. So our show would qualify. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> women over 70, right? Right, right. Yes. And, and so what is it about these shows that continues to turn you on? I mean, why, what, what is there? Well, I, I think the women that I bring to my audience uh, uh, are just really great, you know, and have interesting stories to tell. I also think that um, it gives encouragement to people to know that it isn't just, you know, hey, I want to do this and it's done. I mean, there are obstacles, there are roadblocks, there are things people run into. And, and uh, just because you are successful doesn't mean you're going to stay successful. So it's, it's letting them know what's in store for them and what the rewards can be. 
Right. That's why we love this show that we're doing, because when people like you come on, others who are listening can get a sense of what life can be like in the various decades. You know, we're interviewing women in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. I just really get excited when I hear about women in their 80s and sometimes in their 90s who've gone back to school to get a high school diploma or decide that they want to get a college degree or whatever it is. And there are people in their 40s saying it's too late. And here you've got people in their 80s saying, hey, this is something I still want to do. And I think that's fantastic. Tell us, uh, is there anything else you still want to accomplish? Well, um, I guess you always want to be a household name. You know, the ego comes into that. Uh, You want to be a household name. But the main thing is, I just really want to know that every day when I get up, that there's been a purpose to my day and to my life. And if that's contributing to somebody or helping somebody or having an impact in some way, then to me, it's been a successful day. (laughs) Gail, are there common issues that you hear from the women that you interview, the women over 50? I think uh, one of them is loneliness. For example, I'm going on a, my son is sending me on a wonderful trip to Greece and uh, I'm going alone. And he was supposed to go along with me with his husband and, and they just couldn't seem to work it out. So I said, well, let me go by myself. And he said, you don't mind? I said, I go everywhere by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think some people are afraid to venture out on their own or they're, they're um, you know, they don't make friends that easily. But all it is is really smiling, saying mm-hmm. hello and asking questions of the other person, and you get a conversation started. So I think loneliness is one. I think they're looking for a certain kind of community. I think that if they're wanting to do work, you know, part-time work or even full-time work, they feel there's age discrimination and ageism, which there is. Uh, You know, so, and then I think they say, well, is it my time, you know? And and it's interesting because I use the example of when I used to be in hotels all the time because I was speaking all over the world and I would walk off an elevator and a guy would follow me off of the elevator. Now I get into an elevator, they say, hello, (laughs) how are you? (laughs) And I get off the elevator and guess what? Nobody follows me. So, uh, you know, times change. They don't think they're attractive anymore. You know, all these different areas and uh, I think but mostly it's and then it's health they're Mm -hmm. also concerned about their health and they want this perfect body and this perfect face and but they don't necessarily want to pay the price they want a magic bullet and so I mean I'm a workout everyday person and so I mean I did two hours this morning and I'll Mm -hmm. do another two hours tomorrow morning and I do that even though I'm going through everything I'm going through but that allows me to go through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's a, all a part of it. Right. And so, you know, 10 years ago, what, what kind of advice would you give someone, uh, a woman, if you were giving, talking to yourself 10 years ago, what advice would you give yourself? Well, it's interesting because 11 years ago, next month, I will have lost my husband. So I would have said to myself, you know, what is your new life? And where do you want to go and what do you want to do and what do you need to change? And I think that's true of anybody who is 70 and that's what do you want to change that you don't like in your life? 
where do you want to go that you haven't gone? What's on your bucket list? What is it that you would like to learn that you haven't? Maybe it's a new language. Maybe it's something else. But it's an opportunity to become a whole new person. And that's what I said to myself at 70. You provide opportunities for women to explore new paths for themselves and offer a great deal of support. What kind of support did you get during that time or did you seek? Well, (laughs) I am not a great seeker of support. (laughs) I pretty much deal with things on my own. I know that I've got a family who cares about me. Uh, I have my animals and they've changed over the years. I mean, I had a dog at that point too. So I, I put a lot of time and energy and affection into my animals. But mostly I've never joined a support group or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm a pretty stable person. So I just look at where I am and what I'm doing. And and if I want to do something, I do it. I mean, when I wanted to go to the theater, I went. I bought a ticket and I went. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I wanted to go somewhere, I bought a ticket and I went. So I've just never needed a lot of support because I'm very secure in who I am. You're very gutsy. There's no question about it. And you do what it is that you want to do. And, but not everybody can do that, right? It's I agree. I agree. And, and that's why they need a community. And that's why I like to provide them with that community if they feel they fit into the groups that I work with. Uh, certainly, yes. So what should we know about you that we haven't yet discussed today? Well, um, I'm trying to think of what you would want to know. You know that I've been in business, but I think it's interesting. I've never had one business course. I'm not very (laughs) technically competent. Um, I love people, and I'm not the country club type. I'm not the going to lunch with the girls type. But I do like to belong to organizations. I'm chairing my 60th college reunion. I'll probably be the only one there, but that's the whole other thing. So I just, I like to get involved and I like to do things. And what don't you know about me? I guess that I'm a very empathic person that I really, I mean, I can watch, I don't know about you both, but I can watch a TV show and be bawling my eyes out. You know, I get commercials. Oh yeah, I get involved. No question that I get involved. So those I think are the things maybe that maybe people don't know about me. And and uh, so so thinking back, because I think it's so useful to know when someone is at your stage and someone is as active and all as you are, you talked a little bit about this, but can you say anything more about resilience and why it is that you keep finding the resilience to take on these challenges and, and move forward? Because I think... The opposite doesn't get you anywhere. I don't think feeling down about what's going on in your life is a positive. I know that, I know because I've studied it, five minutes of negative thinking takes the body 24 hours to recover from, and Mm -hmm. we normally don't have 24 hours. We all go through 100 abrasive incidents a day. That's 3000 a month, whether it's, you know, stopping at red lights or not having gas in your car or, you know, running late or whatever it is. So those little <clears throat> that happen. And it's up to you to, to uh, counteract those. So I find that having a positive mindset and being happy about those things and going to bed with a smile and getting up with a smile 
it just makes life better. Why sit there feeling sorry for yourself when you can get up and enjoy a really great life? <laughs> Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody could adopt that attitude? If they could adopt that worldwide, we wouldn't have any wars. That's right. I, I have to go back and ask you, so what do you do in those two hours every day when you're, when you're exercising? Well, if I'm at the gym, I take an hour class, and then I do um, my own routine before that. So I do weights. I do the treadmill or the bike. I use the bands. So I do a whole kind of strength training before that. So it depends. Certain days I'll take two classes, an hour each, so that's two hours, or it just depends. If I use a gym in my building, then I just do the bike or the treadmill and my uh, strength routine. That's all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, Catherine, do you have any other questions for, for uh, Gail? Well, I have a lot of questions, but I, <laughs> I'm just so curious about going back when you you were in college and it was just a matter of weeks before you had your own business I, I just don't know how you did that well I don't know how I did it either except I was so naive um, I graduated college and five days later I was in Miami I went to school in Boston I lived in New York State Albany that's where I'm from mm -hmm. and I get I wanted to live in either Miami or LA. Those are the only two warm places I knew. So I gave myself two weeks to make it. And on the 14th day, I got the job I wanted making $13 a week. Within a, a month, I had figured out how to make $100 a week. And eight months later, I bought the business and I was 21. And so, and I bought it for no money down. I paid it off over three years. And then I opened my second place, and that's how I kind of did it. As I got things going, I would open the next one and the next one and the next one and so forth. Wow. But I did it because I didn't know I could fail. I just didn't mm -hmm. know. And I, I was so confident because of the school I went to, Emerson College. I mean, I gave 17 public appearances a week. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was either get good or get out. And so when I, I just thought I knew everything, and I know now I knew nothing. But then I thought I knew everything, and so that's what I did. Does that still work? I mean, with the new new ventures that you just assume that you're going to figure it out and it's going to work? I think I'm going to figure it out. I don't think it works as well as it once did because it's a whole new thing out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a whole new way of doing business. Technology has taken over, so it's a whole new everything. But, um, yeah, I, I pretty much... When I make up my mind what I want to do, I just mm -hmm. go after it. Yeah. So I'm curious about something else you said earlier on that you you didn't really plan to get married or have children. You wanted to work, and yet yeah. you did get married and you did have children. And how well, did how did that figure into your life scheme? Because I met a guy who was absolutely the best human being I've ever met in my life, <laughs> and he didn't care how hard I worked. He didn't care how much money I made. He didn't care if I was home or not. Mm. He just cared if I loved him and he trusted me. And he had two children when we got married. We had one of our own, but I raised his because they were tiny little tots when I got married. I think uh, they were five and six when we actually got mm. married. And, you know, he just was the best. I mean, he taught me how to feed my baby, how to clothe him, how to do everything, diaper him. I mean, I knew nothing. I had never held a baby before in my life. So he was just, you know, whatever I really wanted to do because he knew it wasn't going to be 
unethical or moral. So he was fine with it. He knew that I loved him and that was it for him. He knew that I worked hard and he said, make as much money as you can. I can buy more toys. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. So is, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to take away from our conversation here today? The main thing I would like your listeners to know is that it is never too late. My motto is women are like fine wine. They get better with age. And so I want all of you out there who are listening to this, if you see something you want, go for it. I mean, check it out, research it, see if it's for you. But if you don't try it, you'll never know. So I just want you to go for the gold, see what you can do. That's great advice. Are you doing podcasts or just radio shows? Well, the radio shows then turn into podcasts. So we have about a half a million listeners, and we're all over the place. We're on iHeartRadio and Spotify and Society Bites and Radio Weir Network, and probably my 12 shows are on 50 different areas. But um, And they, people can go to my website, spunkyoldbroad.com. All of the shows are there, and I write a newsletter every week. My newsletters are there. If they want to receive them, they can sign up on the uh, website. So, yeah, it's available. Well, don't get tired listening to this funky old broad because, wow, I said you run circles around all of us, and that is the truth. So, Gail, thank you so much for being on our show, and I hope I'll see you soon out in San Diego, perhaps. You will see me in San Diego, and I look forward to it, and I want to thank you both for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Gail. Gail. Thank you for listening to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. In what ways are you shattering the myth that women over 70 are no longer relevant or visible? How are you celebrating aging? Join with us. Make your voice heard. Find us at womenover70.com. <laughs>